Hey everyone, welcome to the show. It's the Off the Monorails podcast, episode 43 of the show today. My name's Jordan. If you're new here, thanks for coming in. I'm joined today by my two fellow co-hosts, Justin and Ryan. How's it going, fellas? I'm Justin, and hello. It's going pretty well, guys. Uh, I'm in recovery mode right now. Oh. Yeah? From? Food. I was food tracked for an entire day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I- I'm exhausted, man. Uh, turkey, ham, potatoes, all the stops, all the desserts, some football, some family fun. You name it's it. That old viral video. Got ham, Sam, things to yeah, right. <laughs> I'm fat. I'm fat. I love to eat. <laughs> Double that. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. Hope everybody's Thanksgiving holiday was as good as it could be. Hope that you got to spend some time with family and friends oh. and uh, enjoy some excellent feasts and, you know, just have fun and enjoy some time. To, to each other. Absolutely. Hope the mac and cheese was spot on. Hope the uh, the greens were just immaculate. The turkey. I got the green bean casserole. Yeah. And uh, first and foremost, I'm thankful for you boys. I'm thankful for what we have here. So happy yeah, Thanksgiving to you boys. Th- let's let's take a second there. I'm glad you brought that up, Justin. Let's give. Let's take a second to be thankful for for what we've done over this. Um, really this past year, if in real time yep. perspective, yeah. as it's been just over literally like by a couple of days, um, just over a, a full year. exactly a year that we sat down and recorded the first episode of this podcast, uh, where we took a trip, uh, to animal kingdom. Uh, we stayed at animal kingdom lodge, had a bunch of fun journeys that day and uh, those couple of days. And if anyone wants to go listen kind of our roots and where we started and you'll hear also how we started, (laughs) (laughs) Um, go back and check out the first, first couple episodes of the, of the podcast episodes one and two. And, uh, and you'll see uh, kind of where we, where we started from and humbling beginnings, uh, but super thankful for, for everything we've been able to do as a result of doing this podcast so far. And, uh, can't wait to see see where it goes from here. Yeah, Absolutely. It, while it, we're it, at it, go ahead, Ryan. Well, I was just going to say that it, it started out with an iPad, a microphone, a bottle of bourbon, and a dream with three guys. Like that's literally <laughs> what what started it. That's it, and, and it's become Facts. this. And uh, being that it is like the full calendar year mark now, I'm working on getting the room tour video of that room because I have the original video. I'm going to oh, get wow. that all all dolled up and get it on YouTube and Instagram for everyone. And uh, I'll try and put it together like a little album to commemorate like a one-year anniversary of that. And we'll we'll get that on there to refresh the timeline a little bit too and give us yeah. a chance to reflect as well. Man, I didn't know you still had that. Good stuff. <laughs> hey, but, I'm, uh, I'm while sitting we're in the archives, th- man. <laughs> well, while we're in the thankful uh, spirit here, let's also take a moment to thank our listeners long time or new. Uh, this is a time that we get to say thank you for finding us, listening to us, subscribing to us, liking us, all of that stuff. Thank you for just giving us some of your time. I hope that we have uh, guided you guys to some uh, fantastic trips or uh, helped you in some type of way with a trip that you had. 
So uh, thank you from all the OTM guys. I speak for myself, Jordan and Ryan, uh, that we are very appreciative of uh, your viewership, your listenership. And uh, we hope this, uh, this road isn't where it ends here. You know, I hope that this is a long, long tenure and uh, we look forward to helping you guys down the road. Yeah. We're having too much fun. So we're not going anywhere just yet. So absolutely. (laughs) Also just to, in the, the bit of, news kind of you know uh fallout if you will uh from a follow-up uh to our kind of emergency episode we released earlier in the week um with uh with sunday's uh evening news a bulletin that uh bob Iger would be returning and replacing uh bob chapek as ceo at the walt disney company um some more uh some more tea is being spilled now uh across across uh, different places and uh, just of how, how this went down. Um, and so sounds like it was very tense in the offices. You could say, well, yeah, when you've, uh, when you've lost, uh, you know, one and a half billion dollars um, in, in streaming, then uh, and your stocks falling down and in, uh, in a spiral, uh, that is at the level that it was uh, in March of 2020 when pandemic was at its peak. Um, I'd, I'd raise some uh, concerns as well. Uh, I found an article that um, uh, that Kelly Oliveros at Disney Food Blog uh, wrote, and I, I they pieced it. She pieced it together from several different. Uh, they pieced it together from several different sources. Uh, so mm-hmm. I really like the way that they did this. So I want to uh, give them a credit and I'll link uh, to this uh, article in the episode description for everyone to go uh, read and reference again. Uh, but just uh, just real quick on uh, on this and I won't read uh, word for word, but just a, a synopsis of this. Uh, and really, the article is, you know, what what led to um, what led to Bob Chapek's demise and uh, why is he no longer Disney's CEO. And so here, here's the, you know, we've talked about the, we've talked about the stocks and the values falling. Um, and, and, you know, here's, here's some little, some more detail uh, on what, uh, what could have tra- transpired. So according to the New York times, Disney's board of directors determined that Chapek had done quote, irreparable damage to his ability to lead with a string of missteps resulting in the lost confidence of wall street and most senior Disney executives, as well as many rank and file employees End quote. So uh, to be clear, this is the, a quote from the New York times, um, about the, uh, determination of the board to get rid of JPEG. Um, they have stated that he was fired without cause. Uh, according to CNBC, um, Christine McCarthy, who is Disney's chief financial officer, uh, was reportedly one of the executives who expressed a, quote, lack of confidence, end mm-hmm. quote, in JPEG. Uh, according to the Financial Times, some uh, senior executives at Disney actually, quote, led a rebellion against JPEG in recent weeks. The, quote, covert campaign reportedly started in the summer. Executives approached the board to express their concerns, but the final straw was reportedly the earnings release from November 8th. Um, 
of this year, which is what we discussed in the, in the, yeah. back in the episode um, when all this went down on Sunday. Uh, if you want to go back and listen to that uh, instant reaction, uh, go do that. Episode 41 um, just released this past Sunday. Uh, so following Disney's recent report of the one and a half billion dollar loss in streaming, stock values went down and CNBC, Jim, uh, uh, CNBC's uh, host, Jim Cramer, called for JPEG's firing. Again, as we mentioned, as Ryan mentioned, um, so days after this report, days after the report of the of the loss uh, is when Chapek went uh, went on and said, you know, announced that there are going to be job cuts and they're going to have to make, quote, tough decisions, tough and uncomfortable decisions. Um, but, uh, you know, with uh, with their eagerness, uh, they started discussions late last week. Um, with with Bob Iger to possibly return, and so he will be uh, returning for that two year term. And according to CNBC, Disney quote blindsided Chapek with the decision, and the news caught Chapek and his inner circle off guard. Chapek uh, was reportedly notified on Sunday night, and the Financial Times shares that Chapek reportedly became aware of the moves being made against him, but was caught off guard by the speed of events. So. The article also goes on to say uh, and estimate how much he'll be, how much Chapek will be owed as part of the termination and part and how his contract was structured. Um, essentially, it, it ends up being um, about seven million dollars right off the rip, um, and then he also, of course, has stock options and vested options as well. So um, he'll he'll have he'll have those later on as well as the stock see how the stock performs so and I, my assumption is with, with it already jumping that it yeah, be, he's going to be benefiting uh, yeah so he'll be benefiting by someone else's work so how fitting right yeah well like <laughs> i'm guessing that they were waiting for the quarterly results to so they have like something concrete to you know yeah basically fire him over because obviously they haven't been happy with him for a while but it was never publicly noted that board executives were unhappy because for all we knew, he just got extended, you know, that same board board is the one that extended his contract in 2025. So I don't know if they were just waiting for the results. So they had like proof, like this is why we're firing you get out. Like instead of, you know, I guess it, it made the public spectacle of it a little easier on them. But man, it seems like they kind of yeah. let it get a little too far gone to, before they did something about it. Yeah, and it sounds like they didn't have a plan in place either. Um, right. I mean, they mentioned it too that you know they really didn't have an idea of anyone to bring in, and it was kind of like a, hey, let's go talk to Bob real quick and see if we can get I yeah. back here. You what know, if Bob said thing. no? Like, what right. would they have been? And like, what kind I of thing would they have been? I think in? we'd still be just spiraling in this, right? I, I don't think that decision starts you know, happening. And I don't think that uh, any of this takes place. So yeah. it's wild. It's uh, it, it could be a different story altogether, but here we are. Uh, I think there's a lot of people that are happy with the, with the result with this move. So again, yeah. we'll continue to see how this plays out and we'll, we'll continue to update as it uh, unfolds and unravels. So just wanted to make sure we share some of that. <laughs> That was so ruthless that he found out when the general public found out that he got Yeah, fired. my guess is he uh he found out about it probably you know maybe an hour or so before it started 
started making the rounds. So mm. there had yeah. to be some level of disconnect between him and that board, though. At this point, there had to be uh, there, of course. Just I the mean, inner turmoil that they just kept it within right. the four doors of Disney. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, absolutely. Um, I'm glad that the stocks are already on the rise. Um, if you would like to celebrate that idea, you can go check out our website. There's a new, uh, new, some new merchandise to that celebrates that idea. Um, as you know, Iger equals stonks. So King Bob has returned and, uh, and up go the stonks with it. So go grab your shirt, uh, support the movement. Go check it out off the monorails.com. Go grab one. It's at a great price point too, so you take advantage. Grab it. It's printed on uh, Comfort Colors, so if anyone's familiar with that brand of T-shirts, uh, nice like broken in shirt, but also kind of that old school thick cotton. It's thin. And it's breathable though. Like they're super, they're super comfy, super soft. They break in super. They're already broken in, but they break in even more when you wear them. Um, so yeah. Go go snag one of those. It comes in a, f- a few different colors, uh, but yeah, we just have a little fun, little meme, uh, little meme fun there. But uh, we go grab one, support memes. the show. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Um, with that being said, uh, we won't get too far down any other rabbit holes because uh, we got a lot to got a lot to unpack here on this yeah. episode. As you guys know, uh, today is the twenty fifth of November. And not only is it Black Friday, and hopefully everyone's being safe and smart out there, but it's also opening day of Festival of the Holidays at Epcot. So this is a great festival, as most of them are, right? But Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. this one has a little extra flavor because there's some little extra things happening around um, to celebrate it. So uh, we are going to dive in. And preview this year's festival uh, as we do with all the others. Uh, we'll go through just the overview of the event, what you can expect to see and find uh, when it comes to rides, when it comes to merchandise, when it comes to other you know auxiliary events, uh, and of course when it comes to food and drinks at the food booth. So let me start with uh, saying that this uh, festival runs from uh, today the 25th of November, all the way until December 30th. So you've got about a month time to go and experience this festival. It is one of the shorter ones, uh, but it's a it's a busy time at, at Disney, and you find a way to get yourself down there and, and experience this because it's it's a good time. And, you know, hopefully it'll be a little cooler on the day that you're there. So mm-hmm. um, so let's start out with um, with uncovering some of the uh, things that are happening around uh, Epcot during the uh, during the holidays, uh, yeah, during the festival. Uh, so, go ahead, Ryan. I'll start out first and foremost. I would think with the most uh, highlighted event of the holiday season, at Epcot, and that would be the candlelight processional. Uh, oh yeah, this is, for lack of a better term, an icon of this time of year. Uh, they always have a lot of different um, celebrity guests come in and, and host these things. Um, it's been a beloved event for guests during the holiday season for a very long time. And uh, it's pretty much just their way of traditionally celebrating the Christmas story. And they have it uh, accompanying with a 50-piece orchestra and a choir. And um, that choir is actually composed of a Disney cast member choir. 
um, mm-hmm. which I think is really cool that they integrate that into it. Um, yeah. They do, you know, I think three different performances each night. And they have like a list of, of performing nights when they have these events. Uh, they also include dining packages. Uh, much yeah, like it's a good way to guarantee your seat. Yeah. yeah. So that's, yeah. A, that's a pretty good way to guarantee your spot. And um, it says um, that the Candlelight Processional Dining Package allows guests to pair lunch or dinner at a participating Epcot table service restaurant and enjoy reserved seating for the popular production. And I think Rose and Crown is one of the main ones that, that supplies as far as like the, the dining uh, option. And I like I don't know I know La Cellier usually joins in too for um the concerts. I'm not sure if they do. Yeah, let's look at the dining package uh details and the participating restaurants uh, this year because they they do change uh from uh season to season. Um we'll and we'll supply a list of these in a link in the episode description as well, so you can use that as a reference. Uh but you will have um this year essentially what the dining package gets you is uh, as Ryan mentioned, lunch or dinner, and you can choose, uh, you'll get an appetizer, an entree and a dessert, or you'll, if it's applicable, you'll have a buffet, uh, and a non-alcoholic beverage. And then you also get one guaranteed seat per person to a candlelight processional performance held on that same day. So here are the particip- participating restaurants and their, uh, and their prices, which do not include tax or gratuity. Uh, but in Norway, you've got the Asker House uh, Royal Banquet Hall. You've got uh, the Beer Garden Restaurant in Germany. You've got the Coral Reef Restaurant in the Living Seas. Garden Grill in the land. Le Cellier is on the list. Now, Regal Eagle uh, Smokehouse is a same-day dining package only, so you can't purchase that in advance. Uh, you and have that to will be, go quick. You have to go there that day to do it. Um, same thing with Spice Road Table in Morocco. And then another one that you can do in advance is Rosen Crown as well. So, And these packages, the same day packages start at $40 uh, for Regal Eagle. Uh, and then uh, the uh, the other packages are anywhere from uh, $64 for adults ages 10 and up uh, and they go all the way to a hundred bucks at La Cellier. Uh, your children start at uh, $28 and go up from there as high as, uh, as high as 51. So there are some, uh, there's some price, you know, there's definitely some decent prices tied to this. Um, so, but it's a good way to, to again, see, see someone uh, to see a narrator that you'd like to see. There's some very uh, popular ones. I imagine that Josh Gad will be very popular. Uh, he's there December 10th through the 12th. Um, and uh, Marie Osmond is there on Christmas Eve and Christmas and the next, the following day. And Neil Patrick Harris is always a very popular always. pick there. He's there the 15th through the 18th, along with a lot of other uh, celebrities. So this is a good way to guarantee your seat because these are very popular performances. So just um, if you're looking to do that, uh, you may want to go ahead and get a reservation booked. And again, we'll leave a link in the episode description for you to be able to do that a little bit easier. Um, as I understand, 
Ryan, you have um, now booked uh, your stay for the Festival of the Holidays? I have. And um, like you just mentioned, Josh Gad, I will be there for a, a couple of the days that he's there. So I'm going to go out of my way to make sure I to get a glimpse of that because I'm not missing that. Yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, that'd be awesome Super experience. Good. So, yeah. So if you're um, if you're like us and and know that you want to go to these performances, uh, go check this out. Get you a dining reservation reserved. Just um, just go ahead and get your spot. So, all right. Rolling on to some of the other festivities going on around the park at Epcot. Um, let's cover, there's always going to be merchandise. You'll, oh, yeah. you'll always have a good selection of, of festival specific merchandise. Uh, we got the, uh, some of the merchandise from last year and uh, the, the magic bands were really, really fun yeah. with Olaf and Sven. Um, they did a really good job with the merchandise last year. We got an ornament that I just hung up on our tree as we just decorated it. And mm-hmm. uh, it was a nice little surprise to get out of the container. You yeah, know, again. Just, you rem- it reminds you of when you got it. Yep, absolutely. So that's always going on. You never know uh, when uh, you can get uh, different exclusives. So normally they'll have some annual pass holder exclusive merchandise. I know last year they had the annual pass holder exclusive drink that came out of the, uh, the donut box. And which was like a uh, like a chocolate uh, shake, um, and came in an awesome little little cup that I still have. So you have little little flavors of that going on. Um, they've got a gingerbread uh, display in the American Pavilion. Uh, so if you walk into the American Adventure building, uh, then you'll see plenty of gingerbread uh, displays there. Yeah, if really you're seeing cool. a concert, you're already right there. Yeah. Plus, I mean, we'll get into this in a bit, but there's a food booth right there, and it's uh-huh. always a solid choice for the food and the drinks. So uh, Santa Claus is there. He's he's yes. available to uh, to go see. He'll be inside the Odyssey building. So uh, take a keep an eye out for for him, and you know, see what he's up to. Uh, you've got some uh, holiday overlays on the rides oh Um, yeah they yeah they normally do the they normally do a little overlay on living with the land but new this year because the ride is is just just come on this year uh they will be playing some christmas music on cosmic rewind so that should be fun to experience (laughs) so it'll be a uh, mashup of seasonal jams disney has said so and then um, one of my favorite activities, guys, um, is the scavenger hunt. Yep. So that'll be uh, returning uh, this year. Um, last year, it was a Olaf-inspired um, hunt. So it was. It's it's always fun. It gets you around the park, which I really like. You know, just gets you to go and into all these different pavilions. Yeah, I give the, the kids something to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're gonna need the confirm, extra steps. Can't <laughs> confirm it is Olaf's holiday tradition expedition scavenger hunt, and it is confirmed for 2022. There you go. Uh, always for like 9.99 plus tax. 
yeah, you get the uh, you get the little map for, for that price, which has gone up two dollars. <laughs> if you didn't catch that, uh, it's normally seven ninety nine. It's been seventy nine since we started doing these five years ago, and so yeah, it's still it's you know another price increase, but uh, it's still fun. You should absolutely do it. It's great for the kids. Um, like I said, it gets you around, gets you normally kind of a little bit further into uh, some of the some of the pavilions that you may not uh, walk into so much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, it's a it's a good it's a good time. And then you just kind of go and visit a food booth while, along while you're kind of trickling through. So yeah, it's good. at the end of the day when you uh, get your stuff done, you uh, redeem your map for a special holiday keepsake. Yeah. Yep. Um, Jordan, you mentioned uh, uh, pass holder exclusive drinks. I actually just seen right here that at the refreshment outpost, there is an annual pass holder exclusive drink, and it is the cinnamon frozen Coca Cola, and it comes in a commemorative Ooh. annual pass holder cup. Nice. So there's that. That sounds good. And that then, does uh, sound good. At various Joffrey's locations, there will be the Happy Snowman Frozen Cocktail, which is frozen lemon and blue curacao syrup with a splash of Grey Goose vodka. That sounds delightful. That sounds good. And uh, right here I'm seeing that Olaf and Sven are returning as the the poster children for the Festival of the Holidays. So I'm seeing spirit jerseys and some swag. That spirit jersey is calling my name. (laughs) <laughs> holidays are for nice. sweets written across the shoulders nice i like it yeah i'm I'm interested to see if there's any um you know any pins or any other merchandise involved uh, so, you know i'm gonna be looking i, for I always pins. like the mer- yeah i always like the merchandise uh, we've been uh, looking for. yeah one of my favorite things to do around world showcase is, is to visit the different pavilions that have uh, the Santa Clauses from different cultures, namely, namely, first off, the barn Santa, because yeah. he's just so weird and <laughs> he does his little music number and tells his little story with his assistant. But um, you've got like the regular Santa Claus with Mrs. Claus at the America Pavilion. And then you've got uh, Father Christmas at the UK Pavilion and as well as um, Père Noel at the France Pavilion. So they yeah. they encapsulate the, the Christmas through a cultural aspect also, you know, being that it is Epcot, but each one has its own different little flair, but yet yeah. the character is still kind of molded around the same persona. So yeah. I think that's really cool. Yeah. I like the, the, the Chinese, they have the, the dragon dance and that's that, you know, something totally different, you know, yeah. that you don't ever see. So it's a good way to experience other, other cultures, you know, versions of the holiday seasons. So, uh, yeah, it's a it's a cool way to just experience as you walk around, just like you said. So, um, definitely take that in. One of the things I love is uh, catching joyful uh, a celebration of the season. Um, they are they have a stage set up at the where World Showcase uh, begins as you enter from the front main gates in front of Spaceship Earth. They are phenomenal. If you ever get the chance to uh, spend some time around them and at least catch one of their show sets, it's really, really good. Um, I caught a couple songs as we were around that area uh, last time I was able to, and 
they did a phenomenal job. So it really, uh, they do a lot of like jazz R and B, uh, Christmas yeah. inspired songs. They do, yeah, they do R and B, and then they but the, don't they also do like some like Kenyan? Yes, inspired yeah, some like Kwanzaa. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. From Kwanzaa, yeah, that's yeah. You talk about unique, just, but it's so good. Just an injection of culture, and it's what Epcot is about, right? It's what World Showcase is about. Yep, and so. I, it's this is one of those festivals that I love Christmas at Disney because the way that they inject culture uh, around Christmas, right? Like, you know, we talked about this a little bit uh, in previous episodes way back when, uh, but about the culture aspect that Animal Kingdom has and Animal Kingdom Lodge has around the Christmas season uh, and just how how unique it is. And this is another way to experience some very unique um, things about how other places in the world experience, you know, Christmas. So uh, it's this, I, it's one of my favorite things. It's just all the cultures kind of cl- yeah. you know, combining and this like culmination of celebration. It's definitely a unique experience. Yeah. Really and then um, I know it's a little bit of food. This will be our segue into food, <laughs> but one of the other activities that you can do uh, is the, is the cookie stroll. So, yeah, and that one's the most popular one by far. Yeah. Um, so you've got essentially different types of cookies to check off a list. And this list can be, uh, is, will be right there in the festival booklet that you pick up at guest services or at the front of the park. Um, that uh, essentially you'll have a, a list of these cookies, different types of holiday cookies. And you go to different uh, different food booths or food um, establishments, and you will you can order these cookies and get a stamp. And once you have a stamp of six cookies uh, or a stamp of five cookies, then you will also get an additional sixth cookie called the completer treat, and uh, that you can have. Uh, all these are unique cookies. They'll have unique designs sometimes. Just real fun. Um, it's a way to get a lot of cookies. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. um, you can take them home in your cookie jar or bring your Tupperware. Um, but it's a it's a fun way again to as you're kind of going through a round world showcase, experience some some different some different treats. Yeah, and these cookies you're probably going to be looking anywhere between three to seven eight dollars somewhere in there for each cookie. Yeah, so. I mean, it does add up a little bit, so bring your sweet tooth with you. But uh, yeah, it's it's a it's a fun little activity, and again, it gets you to walk around World Showcase and look a little bit closer at some of the uh, culturistic uh, pavilions. Yeah, and I'm just, I'm anxious to see uh, all the cookies that they that they have for uh, for this year. So yeah, that uh, that chocolate uh, crinkle cookie that they have with the Dove dark chocolate, yeah, that thing is. Mm. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, they have returning favorites. I see a couple that I remember having last year. So they got some that are uh, seasoned veterans to the to the <laughs> festival life, but there are a couple of new ones on there that I see. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so yeah, so we'll uh, we'll see. Uh, definitely go get your cookies, enjoy them. Uh, like I said, you can always 
you can always just uh, bring a Tupperware container with you and save them when you get home and you have a feast of cookies and milk. You sound like a veteran. Just just throwing some tips out there for people. That's all. Exactly. Doing it right. (laughs) All right, fellas. So the time has come, the walrus said, to dive into food booths. It's uh, arguably the best part of the festival. Yeah. And so let's dive in. And well, way we like to dis- discuss the food booths is, you know, most of the time there are some returning uh, booths and they'll some of these have very well known or very well established food or menu items. And so we'll let you know our thoughts on, first of all, like what's going to be at each booth and then uh, if they are returning favorites um, and if we've been able to try some of those we'll let you know our opinions on based on past episodes or based on past visits to the festival of you know what our thoughts and opinions were on these dishes uh so kind of letting you know if you should uh, use your time and money to to get these um and then we'll uh, take a look and see you know if it's there's something new on the menu just see what's out there you know just kind of see if that uh fancies you know tickles our fancy so uh, with that being said, guys, let's just start. Uh, we'll go. We're gonna go in alphabetical order. Uh, we're not gonna go uh, in in order of around the the park. Um, but so we'll start uh, with the first uh, would be American Holiday Table. Um, so this will be uh, near the American Pavilion, and so the food items on the menu uh, returning are. Returning is the slow roasted turkey. Uh, you're going to have stuffing, mashed potatoes, green beans, and cranberry sauce. And then you'll a new item this year is a blackened catfish with Hoppin' John comeback sauce. And uh, this is also where you'll get the chocolate crinkle cookie for the cookie stroll. Um, you'll also have a, a selection of beers uh, that you can also do in a flight. Uh, but they'll have Gulfstream Brewing Whiteout Sales Wit, Bre- Wit Beer, Three Daughters Brewing Eggnog White Porter. What? <laughs> I'm intrigued already. Um, Playa Linda. Hit. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Playa Linda Brewing Co.'s Peppermint Chocolate Stout. Hmm. If it is below 60 degrees, get the Peppermint <laughs> Chocolate Stout. My goodness. You can yeah. also, again, you can get a beer flight with all three of those, or you could do a big boy flight, <laughs> which is just all three of them full pours. So, <laughs> uh, so thoughts, opinions, guys. Have any of you had the turkey dish here before? I don't think I have, but I this not. does look like a solid, solid lineup. I had the chocolate crinkle cookie last year. That was really good. It has like a dove uh, milk chocolate stuck yeah. in the middle. Of I have it. had that. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. I, this beer flight has me really like I'm going to, yeah. I'm getting this. I'm curious about that eggnog white porter. Well, it, it's a, it's a very diverse list. Yeah. You got, yes, it I mean, is. The beer is going to be very crisp, the, but yep. you got a white porter. Which just sounds very interesting. Eggnog white porter, and then the peppermint chocolate stout. It's, it's it sounds like it could be in the running for the best beer flight of the festival. 
And we're yeah, only and one bold thing. And normally porters are darker beers, and it's being a white porter. So I'm wondering if it's going to be a little more pale Creamy than a normal and, porter. Yeah, I'm, I'm wondering how they did the port too, because normally it's you use a, a roasted, a very roasted malt um, to give it that darker color. Yeah. A lot of times, too, some, some will actually put like cocoa nibs in it, things like that, mm-hmm. um, to even give it that more rich chocolate flavor. Um, but yeah. I'll, I'll be very interested to see how they how they pull this off. So yeah, I'm, I'm they definitely I'm grabbed our attention. Some like some like nutmeg or some allspice or something. Mm-hmm. Some notes yeah. of that yeah. with it being eggnog. Mm-hmm. But man, definitely um, got our attention. That's on the for next sure. One. Yeah, I'll take on the next one. Moving down the list, uh, we'll go to the Bavaria Holiday Kitchen, which is located in the Germany Pavilion. Uh, they have a returning favorite, the pork schnitzel with the mushroom sauce yes. and the spatzel and braised red cabbage. I had this last year, and it was good. So yes, it is. If you're not familiar with what a pork schnitzel is, it's pretty much like a center-cut fried pork chop that's lightly breaded with gravy on it. And then spatzel is like a um, kind of a doughy pasta dumpling type mm-hmm. thing. And then the braised red cabbage, you know, it speaks for itself. That's just very characteristic with with german dining that's cabbage is a staple there um also the cheese fondue in the bread bowl with the steamed baby vegetables and the marble potatoes also had that delicious mm-hmm. uh and followed up with once again something i've had because i'm fat the linzer cookie <laughs> and uh it's like a, it's like a shortbread <laughs> cookie uh but it's like sandwich style and it has like a raspberry yeah. jelly in the middle of it. It's so good. It's so good. And if I remember right, that raspberry and, was uh, kind of like uh, a little strange. If I remember right, but. Uh, to I've me, it's like a point. raspberry preserve. It's just like a. Yeah. If. Little if sweet you, jelly. Yeah. If you have an Ikea or have been to Ikea, they have, they sell these sleeves of cookies. And one of them is very reminiscent of this style. Uh, so, yeah, if you're familiar with those little Ikea cookies, like my son is, <laughs> who uh, bars me every time we go for a sleeve of them, um, they'll be very similar to that, which those cookies I can eat all day. So, uh, But moving on to the drink offerings, uh, they have a Postman Pure Hard Apple Cider. Uh, and then mm-hmm. they have the Tank Brewing Company Prostfest beer. So I'm kind of curious on what that might it's be. It's going to be Oktoberfest. Uh, it's going to be Oktoberfest style yeah. beer. Yeah. And then they got the Einger Brewery Celebrator Doppelbach. That speaks Yum. for itself. That's going to be a heavy hitter there. Yeah, Doppelbach. Um, they've got solid. a regional Riesling. And okay. they have a Glue Wine House-made hot spiced wine. So if it's a cold night, that would be a great thing to hit. Hmm. Nice cup of hot mulled wine with a cinnamon stick in it. And, uh, yeah. of course, they offer their beer offerings in a flight, but be a man and get three full-size ones. Yeah. <laughs> yeah moving on. Wrecked. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the acronym for Epcot is Every Person Comes Out Trashed. So just remember we're, that. We are two food booths into this festival, and we are gone. <laughs> 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 well let's uh <laughs> yeah moving on down the uh, listing here we have uh, a standalone booth uh, it's not tied to any pavilions but it's the chestnuts and good cheer 
food items offered here are the cinnamon glazed almonds, uh, also yes. cinnamon glazed cashews, cinnamon glazed pecans, and fire roasted chestnuts. I had so, the pecans last year. I've had the Delicious. cashews. Delicious. Yeah. And these are all gluten and wheat friendly as yeah, well. Every single offering. Yep. On the Which food is item. crazy. So then uh, the beverages they offer here is something that you just, this is going to be the stand you're going to hit for your classic yes. holiday beverages. You're going to get hot cocoa, uh, TG Lee eggnog, which is the best eggnog. Ivanhoe Park Brewing Company, Hazel Nutty Cracker Sweet Stout. Yeah, so local, local That sounds amazing. <laughs> yeah, local brewery there showing. Impressive. Now, this next drink I've I've had before, and it was wild. It's the hot cocoa with screwball peanut butter whiskey, whipped cream, and candied nuts. Okay, no cream. <laughs> uh, also offered is the T.G. Lee eggnog with screwball peanut butter whiskey. So that's going to be a kind of a funky taste, in my opinion. Uh, and then the fire nog, which is the T.G. Lee eggnog with fireball whiskey. And that's going to be a dub any day of the week. All right. The donut box. Oh, God. A return to Epcot. From, yeah, I think uh, this is the third year in a row now. Yeah, I think. Uh, this time doing holiday offerings, but they were also in uh, Epcot during the summer with the food and wine festival. Yeah. So they've got the, the, it looks like most of the items are, are coming back um, that have been there before. Or it looks like most of the items on the list this year have been in previous years. They've got the croissant donut with cinnamon sugar. It, it's good. Dub. Um, they've got the chocolate peppermint donut. My son devoured that last year. <laughs> um, they've got the eggnog and cream-filled donut with the cinnamon icing and uh, crumbled ginger snap cookies. I had want that last to try year. that so bad. So good. I believe that was the... Uh, I think that was one of the exclusive items, the pass holder items last year, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but I got that. Delicious. New this year, though, is a... Yeast donut with vanilla icing and red and white sprinkles. So it's just a classic donut. Yeah, classic donut, probably really, really fresh. So it's not going to be like pre-made, like Joffrey's fluffy, kind of, lo- yeah. fluffy yeast donut. Uh, yep. And then their uh, beverages are all returning as well. Gingerbread milkshake, which is alcoholic. They have the uh, Copper Tail Brewing Co. Gingerbread Stout. So uh, Tampa showing some love there. Tampa Brewery. And then uh, the gingerbread milkshake with whipped cream vodka. Sounds good. Yeah. So, Coppertail makes some great beer, by the way. So, if you uh, see anything with their name on it, go grab it. All right. Um, picking up now at Holiday Hearth Desserts. They have a red velvet mini bunt cake with cream cheese icing. So, that's, that's pretty much just a standard red Give velvet cake that you can never go wrong with. Yep. Yeah. Um, they got a salted caramel spaceship earth cookie. Delicious. <laughs> um, snowball cookies. They have peppermint bark. Mouse crunch made with M&M's chocolate candies. So I'm curious as to what that might be. Yeah. Uh, a little like a, chocolate mix, a little like a yeah. snack mix almost maybe. Oh, yeah, like a trail mix almost or something. Yeah. Or a candy yeah. Mix. yeah. They have a maple bouche de Noel. Maple mousse 
and cranberry rolled in gingerbread chiffon cake. That oh sounds gosh. Good. That, sounds that does sound good. <laughs> and then their cookie stroll offering is the gingerbread cookie. So that's where you can stop to get one of your cookie stroll stickers. Yeah. And then moving on to the beverages, you have a non-alcoholic hot cocoa uh, and then a non-alcoholic cinnamon apple cider. And then on to the booze, we have a Three Daughters Brewing Winter Spiced Lager. Yeah. Uh, that's great. They have BrewDog Hoppy Christmas IPA. And then the Wicked Weed Brewing Milk and Cookies Imperial Milk Stout. Yes. I had that last year. What? It was funky. It's insane. It was great. It's insane. And then a Cocoa Candy Cane, which is a <laughs> hot cocoa with peppermint schnapps. Mm. Oh, man. And then also... The, the beers listed are offered in a flight variation. That, that sounds a, like a booth we're going to be hitting. Lineup there. Yeah. Wrecked. Yes. <laughs> Just <laughs> trashed. <laughs> Moving on down, uh, another standalone booth, the Holiday Sweets and Treats. Uh, the only thing listed here are beverages at the moment. So you're going to get your hot cocoa here, non-alcoholic. Chocolate peppermint shake featuring Twinnings peppermint cheer tea. Interesting. Very interesting there. Mm -hmm. uh, Breckenridge Brewery Christmas Ale. Playa Linda Brewing Co. Coquito Beer. Yum. Sounds interesting. Brew Hub S'mores Porter. Now, Give this one that. makes sense. Give me that. That one makes a lot of sense, and I want to try it. Uh, also offered as a hot cocoa with assorted alcoholic cordials. So you're going to get options of uh, Bailey's Irish cream, which is fantastic. Frangelico liqueur or fireball cinnamon whiskey. Uh, probably can't go wrong with either option. Honestly. Nope. Uh, also offered as a chocolate peppermint shake featuring twinnings, peppermint cheer tea and whipped cream vodka. Wow, that's a mixture of flavors if I've ever seen. <laughs> and uh, the beer offerings here are offered as a beer flight as well. All right. Moving on to Laheim Holiday Kitchen. Laheim. Uh, some returning favorites. Pastrami on rye with house-made pickles and deli mustard. Uh, so you have the smoked salmon potato locks. Uh, you have the potato locks uh, without the salmon. Uh, you've got the – I apologize for the enunciations on these – uh, Sufkinyot, mini jelly filled donuts, and, for butchering. and then you have the uh, black and white cookie, uh, which is a plant based uh, cookie on the cookie stroll. Uh, also for beverages, you've got Brooklyn Brewery's winter IPA, and then you've got a frozen New York whiskey sour featuring Manifest whiskey and Manschwitz blackberry wine. Oh, and uh, Manifest is actually a craft distillery here in Jacksonville, Florida. Really? Where I reside. Really? Yeah. So that's pretty cool to see them represented here. Oh, well, that's, I'm a, I, I like love it. a whiskey sour, so I'm very interested in that. I, I'm going to have to make a couple of stops, man. I got I to gotta spread <laughs> out my drinking here because there's a lot of things I want to try. I'm telling you, uh, it's it like every every booth has, has some great options. It's like, God. This is going to be bad. Like by the time I finish this festival, I'm catching a charge. <laughs> <laughs> Lord have mercy. Oh, my God. Some good uh, stuff. Next, 
next in the lineup, we got uh, Las Posadas Holiday Kitchen. And they are offering a new item, which is the giant tostada de barbacoa, which is braised barbacoa beef on a giant tostada with chipotle black bean puree, salsa verde, queso cotilla, crema mexicana, and pickled onion. That, Please. That just sounds, that's a, the brisket. Por taco. favor. <laughs> Por favor. So how so so with. <laughs> I'm going to try my best to pronounce this, but um, Cochinita, Cochinita, Tamal, Pibil, Tamal, yeah. So, Cochinita, Pibil, in corn masa topped with pipion sauce, queso cotilla, and crema mexicana. Also, this being a new item, I don't know what any of that is besides corn masa and queso. So, when I look at it, I'll kind of get an idea of what's in it. <laughs> but, uh, they've also got your, the fan favorite the dulce de leche churros sprinkled with cinnamon sugar that's a, a crowd pleaser yes and um, they've got uh, two new offerings actually on their drink menu so they've got a pomegranate margarita Woo. which is uh, mezcal and then black currant liqueur with pomegranate ginger juice and a hibiscus salt rim Oh my gosh. Boy, that sounds very That's cool. a heavy hitter. <laughs> that was going to um, knock you on. They've got your, a horchata uh... margarita, which is uh, yeah, Centinella Blanco tequila, Abasolo corn whiskey, hmm. Agua de horchata, and a hint of cinnamon infused mezcal. So this Good is going to be like a spicy cinnamon margarita. That ought to oh, clear out that's, your sinuses. That's packing a punch, too, <laughs> that tequila. <laughs> Yeah, but um, here the other new offering is a holiday cerveza, which is a Dialito Lindo artisanal Mexican beer blended for the holiday season. So, what is blended for the holiday really season? Like, mean? yeah, like it's a blended like a, a latte flavor huh? beer. I maybe I don't know. I'm gonna have to try it to see what it is. Like, I'm just gonna have to. Yeah. For science. Science. For science. I am not good with French stuff, but here we go. Uh, offered <laughs> Apology. over by... Apologies yeah. to the French. <laughs> yeah, so forewarning here, I <laughs> cannot speak any of these French things going on here, so we're just going to butcher the hell out of this. He has a hard uh, enough time with English. <laughs> uh, y'all... <laughs> but offered here in the France Pavilion uh, is the Le Marche de Noël Holiday Kitchen. Uh, food items offered here, the Napoleon de Saman Fumé en Brioche, brioche uh, a.k.a. smoked salmon Napoleon with layers of smoked salmon. Wait a minute, read that again. Smoked salmon Napoleon with layers of smoked salmon dill mousse and creme fraiche mousse served in brioche so uh, basically a cream salmon, smoked salmon sandwich cream fresh on it yeah 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 uh, i'm not even about to try and pronounce this next one uh i will just say that it's roasted ham with mushrooms pearl onions bacon mustard sauce and puffed potatoes okay and then uh sounds, sounds good 
Yeah, it does sound bad. Uh, and the last one is a macaron lollipop with peppermint and Valrana chocolate ganache. Uh, so that's probably a uh, just a treat, like a sweet snack. Yeah, so this is some – it's yeah. similar. It's a different flavor, which is why it's new this year. But they've done this in the past. So it's, essentially, it's a cake pop. It's like yeah. a cake pop, but like with a macaron on top instead. So, uh, And the beverages uh, that are offered here, the frozen hot chocolate martini. Uh, I remember – that's a proud uh, favorite. Right yeah, a lot of people love this. It's a Grey Goose let vanilla vodka, uh, also just straight up vodka, chocolate milk, and whipped cream. So this thing is packing some heat with it. Uh, I'm not even about to try and pronounce this. Uh, th- <laughs> there's a there's a, a new uh, drink offering here. It's a here. Syrah. It's a Syrah. Syrah. Okay. Uh, a third offering here is a spiced pumpkin punch with room clement. VSOP Vo Agricole. You did good. Spiced pumpkin puree and oat milk. Uh, this is a new offering to the menu, so I'm not sure, uh, you know, what to make of it, but the spiced pumpkin puree and oat milk kind of piques my interest. Uh, and then the cranberry mimosa. This is, again, a crowd favorite that always went to this uh, booth. Pole Remy sparkling wine with orange juice and cranberry syrup. Delicious. We survived the French pronunciations. <laughs> he did good, actually. He did, he, did, he did pretty good. I'll give him some. All right. Melikliki Maka is the rise way to say Merry Christmas <laughs> to you. Guess what booth next? <laughs> yeah, guess what booth this is? <laughs> Melikliki Maka. Uh, of pork with uh, Okinawa sweet potatoes and mango salad. Uh, lomi lomi salmon with tomatoes, onions, salmon roe, uh, yuzu mayonnaise, and yucca chips. I do like the fact that they are having a Japanese mayo involved on that dish. And like then halpia, uh, which is Hawaiian coconut pudding with candied macadamia nuts and coconut. Hmm. Sounds great. Interesting. I bet that slaps. I'm is super sweet, like basically doubled coconut and then mac- candied macadamia nuts. Uh, yeah, super yeah. good. Though. It sounds great. Um, those are all returning items. I've never had any of these, which is very surprising. Um, you've got Kona Brewing Co.'s Big Wave Golden Ale. You can find that all across Florida. Uh, you've got Florida Delicious. Orange Gross Sparkling Pineapple Wine. Ooh. Okay. And a melon breeze with spiced rum. All three of them sound good, honestly. Man. No flight offered, though. No, you don't need it. It's just one beer, no one flight, one, one, one beer. Yeah. Yeah. Big wave, though. You can't go wrong with it. It's a solid beer. It's a solid Definitely. beer. I would say, in my opinion, there are, we've already named 15 other beers that you should get before this beer. Right, so, so you're just yes. <laughs> I would just skip this one to be honest with you. Unless there's I will because I work for a company that gives me free Kona beer, so I I, I get I, that I want to try stuff I don't normally get to try. And, and I'm guess, friends with a guy that works with at a company that gets free Kona beer. <laughs> <laughs> and I guess it's Speaking probably a good time to go ahead and mention uh, drink at your own pace if you are listening to this while you're at the park. <laughs> I've only got one pace and that's light speed. There you go. 
<laughs> but uh, we have now next up the Noche Buena Cocina. So this um, actually is the first one that we've listed so far that offers an impossible meats offering. So they mm-hmm. have an impossible chorizo tamale with plant-based cotilla cheese and spicy red chili sauce. And this is also a new item. Yeah. So uh, I may like have to, to try see what the impossible meats is like on the, the Hispanic forefront. Yeah. Impossible chorizo and, uh, at that. Uh, yeah. Interesting. It's hard to fake that. So I wanna, I, I'm kind of want to see what they do. But um, yeah. they've got a dish called pernil which is mojo pork with tostones and ketchup mayonnaise. So support dish. Definitely just some kind of like, yeah, it's a, it's a pork dish with like some, some chips or something and like a sauce. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued. Isn't ketchup but, um, mayonnaise just got, like fancy sauce? Pretty much. I mean, it's like fry sauce. Yeah. <laughs> like, isn't it like, a, like, what was it from Step Brothers? <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it yeah, fancy, fancy ketchup? I think. You would know before us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've also got the Alpha Jores, which is a vanilla shortbread cookie with dulce de leche and coconut. And this is a cookie straw offering. And this is one of the new ones that they added to the cookie straw lineup this year. Nice. So maybe one to go try out great. since uh, maybe. Yeah. yeah, it does. I love shortbread cookies, anyways. But then you add. Dulce and de leche and coconut to that. That's a whole different thing. But um, for the beverages, they have two different beverage offerings. We have the 81 Bay Brewing Horchata Beer and the Chai Ginger Mule featuring Boyd and Blair Potato Vodka. Both of those sound great. Yeah, that the, the Ginger Mule would be, I think, really good with that tamale. Yeah, next up we got the Shanghai Holiday Kitchen. Uh, here you're going to find some of your classic uh, Oriental offerings. So the chicken skewer with p- uh, creamy peanut butter sauce. This is amazing. Go get it. Beef and noodles soup bowl with slow braised beef shank, green onion, and house-made chili oil. And this is a new offering, and that actually sounds mm. pretty damn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, especially if you catch it on a cooler night, like 50s, 40s. That'd be yeah. great. Uh, and then yeah. also offered as a, the vegetable spring rolls with citrus sauce. And this is also a new menu offering. Then the, uh, the beverages offered here, the Panda Bubble Tea, which is a classic milk tea with black and white bubba pearls. And this is a non-alcoholic offering. Uh, you also have the Lucky Foo Pale Ale. Also the Kung Fu Master with Tito's Vodka Triple Sec mango orange juice and soda water that sounds like a no-brainer yeah that one's that one's packing uh also offered as a marco boba with amaretto iced coffee whole milk and boba pearls that's getting 100 that sounds great that sounds good too and then last on the beverage offerings is the lucky mo with sky infusions vodka peach snops pina colada mix Orange juice and soda water, and it can go right down the hatch, dude. They're just dude, winning they this game. They are smacking, son. They are. I'm telling you, this festival sets up this, for yeah. just an amazing time for you to drink. Oh my gosh! And it's, it's so unfortunate that, it's that so it's such a short different. festival. Correct. I don't have enough days I can go to do, go to this festival because unless they really want me to literally just leave schmammered and become a, a viral <laughs> sensation. 
Right. I, it's, it's gonna. There's no way. <laughs> yeah, and it's such a diverse menu too. That's what's so great about it. It's like, what do you choose? Like, do you Correct. stick to the cocktails? Do you stick to the stouts? You know, man, so many good offerings. Holy cow! All yeah. right. So uh, sticking with some of the uh, Asian theming, uh, another booth is the Shiwasu Holiday Kitchen. Uh, here they have the uh, sushi tree, which is a sushi roll with crab meat and cream cheese topped with tempura, uh, salmon roe, and spicy mayo. Uh, you've got the New Year celebration soba, which is uh, buckwheat soba noodles in a hot dashi soup with yuzu, uh, shrimp tempura, uh, kabako fish cake, and chopped green onion. So very much like a like a hot ramen. Uh, yeah, style. I've seen this uh, dish uh, last year. Uh, shout out Nate from paging Mr. Morrow. Uh, he actually got this and a very interesting looking dish. It sounds like it would be great, especially for those colder days. Mm -hmm. Um, and then they also have a mochi cake, which is a gooey rice cake made with rice flour and served with, uh, hojicha cream, uh, strawberry, tangerine, and sweet red beans. Oh, sounds a little crazy. This is what we had last year, Jordan. Yes, uh, the little blueberry things that yes. I bought. Yeah, the, the, the mochi's there. Yeah, that's what we had. Yeah. Yep. And don't sleep on them either. We were all caught by surprise just how good. Yeah, these, these are just were. fresh they, versions of them. So yeah, it's just, yeah. Yeah, it sounds pretty pretty crazy. And I wonder if that cream is actually stuffed in there, like yeah, oh, filled dude. in. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Ooh. Makes you wonder. Um, <laughs> the beverage here, uh, there's a lot of new ones here at this booth. Uh, returning is the Ozaki, uh, Ozaki Saki Platinum. Yeah, uh, classic Sake, and I've had it here. It's what you expect. Uh, but here's some of the new stuff. Uh, you've got the Ichigo Milk Boba, uh, which is cranberry and yuzu cream drink featuring Japanese Calpico soft drink and popping strawberry boba pearls. That's Ooh, a non-alcoholic. That's, that's a little weird little drink there. Kind of like their, their play on a uh, August Cantina yeah. drink. Kind of like that. Um, you got the Japanese Christmas Punch, which is uh, shochu, plum wine, cranberry, and lemon. And then you've also got the Brew Hub Strawberry Lager. Duh. So, yeah, it sounds great. Um, Brew Hub making a presence at this year's festival. Yeah, that's awesome. That, um, that milk boba, that reminds me of, like, with these ingredients listed, it reminds me of the panda aid they had at the Canada Pavilion mm -hmm. during yes. Flower and Garden. Yes. So it was a cream-based drink, but it had, like, fruit juice in it with the, the boba pearls. So mm -hmm. it was very good, too. Like, it had you the creaminess and the sweetness and tartness of the, the pomegranate. So that ought to be one to try. Uh, moving on now, we're at the Tangerine Cafe, Flavors of the Medina, and... Some of the food offerings they've got is uh, the grilled kebabs with the carrot chickpea salad and garlic aioli. Um, they have lamb kefta, and they have tremula chicken. And then there is stone-baked Moroccan bread with hummus, tremula, and zug dips. So that's going to be like your like a bread service almost. Yeah, yeah, um, this is a very popular offering. Yeah, hummus is amazing. They've got for the beverage offerings. And all these are returning favorites. So we have the Three Daughters Brewing Cranberry Cider and the Woodchuck Winter Chill Hard Cider. That and then good. the Cider Boys Mad Bark Hard Cider. 
And last but not least, the fig cocktail with sparkling wine, fig vodka, and cranberry juice. And their list of ciders is also offered as a flight. Yeah, that cider flight would be a good one to That'd get. That'd be the way to go. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And they go very well with any of the, with the with those kebabs. I mean, with the lamb or with the chicken. That garlic aioli they have for those kebabs is on point too. So over in the uh, over by the Italy side of things. We have the Tuscany Holiday Kitchen. Uh, and surprisingly enough, none of these uh, food items are returning favorites. These are all brand new offerings for the menu. You know what that uh, means, Ryan? Yeah. Science. No bombolones. No bombolones. Bitch. Yep. <laughs> so first up <laughs> on the menu offering, we have tortellini and brodo, which is a five cheese tortellini with house-made aromatic winter truffle broth and chives. Ooh, okay. That sounds phenomenal. That sounds good. Breaking out the truffle. Yeah. You have me a truffle. Right. Uh, you could do the next truffle up is... <laughs> I am. Next up is the Salmon a la Sicilania or Siciliana, whatever it is. Uh, Cured salmon tartar, (laughs) Sicilian blood orange, pistachios, and basil. So I've got a little bit of a... That sounds good. Yeah, got got a little bit of a spicy sound to it, like a unique spice. Uh, And then Panettone, uh, which is Panettone bread pudding and vanilla cream. So that's probably those... The like treat offering that they have there, yeah. Uh, and then for your drinks, again, returning favorites, uh, all down for the beverage listing. So this is a great thing. The Moscato is fantastic. Go get it; it's awesome. They also have Prosecco, Banfi, Rosa Regal, Italian Sangria, red or white offerings, Italian Margarita with tequila and limoncello, and also. <laughs> Ryan and Jordan's favorite, the Peroni Pilsner, is offered. Good God. Just the easy go-to beer? I'm so excited. Easy clap. Yep. I'm definitely interested in trying that bread pudding with vanilla cream. That sounds sounds pretty good. I want to try the, the tartare. That kind of gives me like a ceviche vibe. And the tortellinis are getting smacked for sure. <laughs> All right. And for the last Thanks. official uh, holiday kitchen slash food booth. We'll cover some of the other food items here as well. You can find uh, along Epcot, but the last official booth is the Yukon holiday kitchen. Um, this will be in the normally Canada. in the Canada area. And uh, it features some returning favorites. Uh, you've got the seared scallops with the parsnip silk, apple chutney and hazelnut croquant. Oh my you have God. The, uh, Beef bourgeon with uh, crusted potatoes, hmm. and then oh, for it's good. I had it. Yeah, the yeah. Uh, cookie stroll item, the Snickers Doodle cookie, which is a Snicker Doodle cookie made with Snicker bar. W pieces. double U sounds yeah, also had that smash. <laughs> Jordan, they that, have, that flight's back. Yeah, I see it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> just wait. Uh, so they have. A non-alcoholic option, which is the frozen coffee, and then my goodness, the beverages. Uh, your alcoholic options. Uh, let's just go with they have a they have a ice wine. They'll also have a regional red wine. They'll also have that frozen coffee, but you can uh, put tap three fifty seven whiskey 
in Good it as well. God. And then here's the beer oh. options that you can also do flight with. Uh, you have the 81 Bay Brewing Co. Peanut Butter Banana Porter. I'm just going to take a moment for that. The Come Playa Linda Brewing Co. Maple Cookie Blonde Ale. Oh, my God. <laughs> and then, I don't know, I might have saved the best for last. Collective Arts Coffee Maple Porter. And let me tell you, this was the booth I hit the hardest last year because <laughs> at one time I had the beef Bourgeron, I had the Snickers Doodle Cookie, and then I got the beer flight all at one time. <laughs> that was like a meal. Dude. I'm telling you, that's Canada one of don't the best, miss. if not the best beer fights. It's insane. That so which one was your favorite from is, the Maple Porter was your favorite last year? Maple Porter all yeah. day. Yeah, that, that sounds good. I, I'm, I, I, I'm more of a Blondale guy. Oh, all of them were great blonde, now. So In their own capacity, all of these beers, all of these beers could stand alone by themselves as great beers at, at some of the top of my list. God, that maple man. porter was just catastrophically next level. Is that your beer of choice out of all of these that we've discussed? What's 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 your yeah, guys' yeah. top three beers from this year's festival that we've to talk that we've talked about? Oh man! Uh, well, since I'm already running my mouth, I'll go ahead and I'll, I'll <laughs> list mine. But maple porter would be number one. Number two that I would want to try probably the um, the strawberry lager. Yeah, from uh, the Shiwasu Kitchen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, the milk and cookies Imperial Milk Stout has to make the list too. That'll be my number three. Okay. Good choices. There's that. For me, uh, it would it would be the all the way back to the first booth, the eggnog white porter, just sounds incredibly different. So, I definitely need that in my life. Um, I'd also like to get the oh man, probably the coquito beer from Playa Linda. Uh, that's at Holiday Sweet Treats, and then. I would get that coffee maple porter as well. See, I want to try that blonde ale from uh, the Canada booth that was offered. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also want to try some of the uh, cocktail offerings, uh, one of them being the uh, whiskey sour over in the La Chime. I I am really yeah. interested in trying that. Um there's a couple of other ones uh, I, I wouldn't mind trying uh, that we had also mentioned yeah. in this. Uh, just There's so many of them. Uh, it's hard to narrow it down to just three, but definitely uh, Eggnog with Fireball. I mean, come on. like I, I'll hit that any day, so I'll, I'll do that for sure. All right. And then, as we mentioned, uh, aside from the food booths, you can find some uh, additional options around Epcot and world showcase um you'll have of course the funnel cake stand which is just outside the american uh, pavilion and uh this year it's a new funnel cake uh for this festival it's a mini funnel cake topped with peppermint ice cream chocolate whipped cream and crushed peppermint Uh, i'll pass on that one yeah if you like a 
Yeah, if you like chocolate and peppermint, I feel like this is maybe your thing. Um, we mentioned the the Orchata Cold Brew. Uh, they they're also have at Joffrey's locations. Uh, so it's going to be the Shaken Jamaican Cold Brew, which is a solid cold brew, and Orchata topped with whipped cream and cinnamon. Um, they also will have a uh, alcoholic version available uh, that features Bacardi Coquito. Coconut cream liqueur. Sounds great. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sorry, morning out with that. Um, and then, yeah. and then, uh, Ryan, do you want to take this next one at the uh, refreshment outpost? Yeah. Yeah. I'll, I'll grab the next couple. Uh, just yeah. give you a little break. But uh, the refreshment outpost, um, they have a peanut stew with sweet potatoes, mustard greens, and roasted peanuts. And this is a new item. And I'm intrigued by it. I kind of want to see what this is about. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I'm wondering if it's like greens with like a peanut sauce and like you know, what it sounds of sweet like, and then it. sweet potatoes to sweeten it yeah. up some. Yeah, yeah. And um, they got a raspberry Dole Whip. That's delicious. Yep. yep um, and this one, they actually have uh, a few beer offerings or alcohol offerings. I would say they have the UFO Beer Company Triple Berry Teleporter. And then the Stem Ciders Cocoa Caramel Hard Apple Cider and the Boulevard Brewing Company Unfiltered Wheat Beer. So that one's going to have some sediment. That's going <laughs> to be delicious, though, I bet. Yeah. But uh, my favorite spot to get any snack, we got the refreshment port. And you know what they what they have. But we'll what do they have, with Ryan? the other things first. I'll end with they have poutine, but I'm going to let the other stuff go because poutine deserves the the its own spotlight <laughs> but they uh for food item right now they have the coquito soft serve waffle cone mm. that's got to be delicious yeah um they have the boulevard brewing quirk cranberry apple cinnamon seltzer and that's a new item and as well as another new item the pasek cellars cranberry wine mm. And then follow that up with a pumpkin spice ginger cocktail with Boyd and Blair potato vodka. Oh my god! And then we're back with the coquito sauce again, topped with Sailor Jerry spice. I have rum. a coquito oh god float with spiced rum. Not only that, but yeah, the it trash can Sailor Jerry spiced rum mm. to um to give it its own spotlight that it deserves. We have the the holiday turkey poutine, which is of course. Your, your base of French fries with turkey gravy this time, and then a cranberry relish and crispy onions. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Give it to me. Why not live a little? <laughs> mm. Oh, God. Yeah, let's, let's give Ryan a minute because uh, <laughs> poutine, poutine hits different, and uh, Ryan has body by poutine. <laughs> Yeah, I'm, I'm having a Homer Simpson moment here. Just ha, ah, potatoes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, you can also we, uh, find. Go ahead, go ahead. Justin. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, you can also find uh, some of the other uh, holiday cookie stroll options around the park at Connections Cafe. You'll find the sugar cookie at Sunshine at Sunshine Seasons. Uh, you'll find the sugar cookie uh, with M and M's. Uh, there, so you find those, uh, and then at Connections, uh, they have a Coquito milkshake. They have a holiday, a holiday sangria, 
and they have a Coquito milkshake with Bacardi Superior Rum. So go Sounds check out those great. options at uh, Connections. They're less heavy on Coquito this year. Yes. Yeah, they're, they're heavy on Coquito. And uh, last but not least, we have Les Howes, uh with the uh, Christmas tree macaron. And this is a new item that's available. Yeah. Laos has some great treats in general. I think that everyone should dip their head in there from time to time just to see what they have. Because uh, they have some. Where is that at? The back of France. Okay. That's a, that's a heavy hitter item. I, mean, I feel like there's a lot more this year's menu than last year's. Yeah, and I'm I'm feeling like there's way more new offerings than there are returning they items. They went with a lot of new items this yeah. year. Yeah. It does feel yeah. that way. I, I will say this this festival seems like a good one to to hit with like a large group of people so you can kind of share and try different things yeah. without number one getting profusely inebriated. But <laughs> just to be able to to be able to try a you know a taste of everything without having to single handedly buy it all because there's a lot of things here that I want to try. Yeah, yeah, a lot, a lot. Yeah, yeah this they, they this deserves some, some multiple you know multiple visits in my opinion for sure. Yeah, they pulled out all the yeah. stops and they they really packed this festival full. Like like you're saying, you're gonna have to come here multiple times to at least check a, a, a put a dent in some of your want to do list. Yeah. I just wish that they would take a couple of weeks off of the end of food and wine festival and start festival of the holidays a couple of weeks earlier. I think it deserves more than, you know, 32 or 33 some odd days that they give it. It does, but you know, it's just so food and wine is just so popular and all yeah. it's done is just getting, it's just gotten longer and longer more and more. every year. And so unfortunately I don't, I don't know if we'll ever see that happen, um, but yeah, Festival of the Holidays deserves, deserves some more attention for sure. I think people kind of sleep on it. I think when people think of Christmas at Disney, I don't know if they necessarily think of Epcot. You know, you you first of all, you think of Magic Kingdom first and foremost, right? But then, you know, like my favorite, Hollywood Studios, if I only yeah. had one day to spend at Disney, then I'm going to Hollywood Studios during Christmas. Um, and then even Animal Kingdom has gotten into the mix more over yeah. the years, and they have a good presence too. So it's it's like unless you're going, especially Epcot right now, so difficult to go to in general just as a general guest because it's construction land USA. Yeah. And when you, when you can only get on a handful of rides, it's not worth someone spending – one of their days going over there, if they're, that's what they're trying to mix into the to it as well. Like you just think about like, if I can go over here and like, okay, like I can go over here and visit the festival and pay for all this food, but I've already paid for this ticket to use for other things too. So am I going to use this ticket to go to pay for to spend more money and just eat? Or am I going to go to Animal Kingdom or Hollywood Studios or Magic Kingdom and experience more rides, more attractions, more shows, mm-hmm. uh, more decorations? Uh, so there, I think that's a, probably why you see the shortened time period, um, at least one of the reasons maybe. Um, but does it deserve more people? Absolutely. Does it deserve more attention? Absolutely. Um, and these menus speak for themselves. Yeah. I feel like I, 
is it just me? Do the do the drink menus hit harder than the food menus this year for this festival? Arguably, yes. Yeah, there's a lot of good offerings yes. and beer and cocktails. Yep, it's just like there's some good menu items on here, right? Like good food options on here, but it's like at most of these food booths, I was like, okay, that sounds pretty good. A couple of them were like, okay, I I definitely want that. But almost every single one of them had a drink. I was like, yup, give that to me. So, yeah, kudos, Disney. Um, if you're trying to get more money out of alcohol sales, you're about to make uh, it. Check mark. <laughs> you're doing it right. Yep. And not only that, but the offerings that they picked are really, really good. And they at least piqued our interest at minimum. Yeah. That's for sure. So, yeah, I um, can't wait to try some of these things. Hopefully, I can uh, make the festival. We got a few other uh, things going on um, during the holiday season, so hopefully, we can get on there and at least for one day to try some of this. But uh, you know, Ryan will be down there uh, taking some of this stuff in, um, and so we'll we'll definitely report back on how everything was and we'll review and recap the festival from this year, like we do with all the others. So. Uh, stay tuned for that in a, in a few weeks. Um, and yeah, y'all ready to do some housekeeping? Let's do some housekeeping. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, so let's remind you guys to go check out com. That's our website. Uh, there, of course, you'll have access to our entire episode library. Uh, if you prefer to listen there versus uh, a podcast platform of your choosing. Uh, but you can also go check out our blog. We're continuously to, uh, adding uh, new information on the blog, uh, some episode recaps. Uh, we've got some trip recaps there. We've got dining reviews. We've got some tip and trick articles. We've got some uh, hotel reviews, different things for different people. Uh, we just use it as a resource for your next trip. Uh, yeah, just bookmark that page. And if you uh, have a trip coming up and you want to take a look, see like what's some good places to go have breakfast at Disney or um, you need to know where the best restrooms are at Disney World. Go, uh, go check those articles out and see. Uh, got some real good stuff there. And again, we're continuously adding uh, to that uh, to that section of the website. So always take a look and see what's uh, what's new there. Also, as mentioned previously, uh, you can go visit our shop here and uh, go check out some of the fancy merch that we have. Uh, the uh, we've got a good collection of holiday uh, information. Uh, we got a good collection of holiday inspired designs, and uh, so go check those out. Have some fun with those and support them uh, to your next Christmas party. And uh, again, support the show at the same time, and uh, those proceeds go directly back to the show and operations, and allow us to go to things like the festival of the holidays and eat as much food and drink as many drinks as we can to give you honest feedback. So go check all that out at off the monorails.com. We'd really appreciate that. Uh, you can also click the support button on off the monorails.com. Uh, there's also a link in the episode description. Uh, if you click that support button, it'll take you to our buy us a coffee page and by buying us a coffee or two, you also uh, can support the show uh, and basically donate towards the operations uh, of, of the show. So anything that you feel led to do so, uh, anything you feel led to 
uh, donate and contribute uh, would be very much appreciated. Uh, a special thank you does go out to all of those who have contributed so far. We truly do appreciate it, and it truly goes a very long way. Yeah, and um, we like to reciprocate that support also with some of our partners that we're working with. Um, and one that I'm going to highlight is our friends over at Electric City Roasting Company. Uh, they are a small batched uh, coffee making company out of Scranton, Pennsylvania, and they are just in time for the holidays releasing their holiday roast. So if you're looking for uh, a, a great gift or a stocking stuffer for a loved one or a work friend, uh, somebody that, that likes their coffee, uh, this is the place to go. And not only their, uh, their holiday roast, they, they have other seasonal blends they come out with as a rotating menu throughout the year. And then they have, um, a collection of blends that they carry continuously, but they are a women owned company and a specialty coffee association accredited company. And, um, Bottom line, they just make some damn good coffee. And, I know what they're uh, doing. You use the link at the bottom of our episode. Yes, they do. You use the link at the bottom of our episode description and use the code OTMCOFFEE20 at checkout. You can save yourself 20% on your first order. So load that thing up, save yourself some money, and uh, get you a good cup of coffee. And another partner that we have most recently started working with is 1901 Candle Company. Uh, they're actually based out of here in northeast Florida. And uh, they're making some great candles. Uh, just a lot of uh, scents based off of uh, the Disney uh, uh, and and theme park scents that you come to know and love. Uh, the fall on Main Street is something that me and Jordan have both uh, purchased and just absolutely love. And the uh, the candles last a long time uh, due to their pri- proprietary uh, wax uh, blends. And uh, they smell so good. And you can save yourself some money uh, at checkout using our code off the rails 15 and save 15% on your order at checkout. And these make fantastic Christmas gifts. So, tis the season, you can hand these out to neighbors, friends, co workers, bosses you name it. It's a great uh, gift option for uh, the Christmas time, birthdays, uh, or just general just uh gift giving so definitely don't sleep on these guys they make some great products 1901 candle company don't forget to use our code off the rails 15 yeah and while you're checking out those uh those partners there's also some links to other uh, partners in the episode description uh, a lot of brands wrapped around the travel uh so they got you pretty much covered uh for your next trip whether that's to disney or somewhere else um, we've got you covered there. So go check all of our partners and help them out as well. Um, and, uh, also, uh, don't, uh, don't forget to go follow us on all of the social, uh, platforms. Uh, we got Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, uh, you name it. We're there at off the monorails. So go follow us, go subscribe to us, uh, go share us with a friend, uh, go laugh along with us as we uh, make dumb memes. And uh, and stupid TikTok videos, but um, in all seriousness, we we had to have a lot of fun. Uh, social platforms are are our way of being able to connect with our audience uh, in a different way, and so uh, we you know urge you to go follow us there and have some fun with us. Uh, it's it's a good time. So uh, go go follow us all there. And again, uh, if you be so kind to share us, uh, that would that would help a lot. Uh, also, uh, while you're listening to this podcast right now, 
Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, go ahead and click those stars for us. I just literally take a second, click those stars to give us a rating and helps the show tremendously. Um, helps us reach more people. And it also lets people know what you think of the show. Uh, on Apple Podcasts, you'll also be able to leave us a written review. So if you wouldn't mind spending a minute just to type up a review for us, uh, that also, again, helps people discover the show, lets them know a little bit what the show is about, uh, lets them know uh, what pe- other people think of the show. And uh, again, if you if you want to help us out, this is a way to help us out um, and only take a, a minute or two of your time. So we really appreciate if you uh, go and follow the show on your podcast platform of, of your choice and leave us a rating and review if you can. Yeah, in the spirit of Thanksgiving, we would be very thankful for the ratings and reviews, uh, <laughs> comments and concerns. Yeah, we are very thankful for all of those. Uh, if you want to just uh, just comment with us and engage with us on the social media platforms, we are thankful for that as well. We love engaging with you guys. We love to hear your stories. We want to share our stories with you. So it's it's just a, a vicious cycle. The more that you give us, the more we can give back. So we got to work hand in hand together on this. And it's been so much fun, especially this last week when we've loaded up all the socials, it has really been a lot of fun making, like Jordan said, dumb memes, funny memes, <laughs> cr- crazy shirt ideas. Yeah. It's been so much fun and we, we enjoy doing this a lot. Uh, it makes our day. So keep engaging with us, keep following us, subscribing, don't forget to rate, review, all that good stuff, and keep following along with us. We're enjoying the hell out of this. We have a lot of fun with this, so we hope you guys find as much entertainment in this as we do. Absolutely. So with that being said, we will see you on next week's episode, and we wish you happy holidays. I'm Jordan. I'm Justin. And I'm Ryan. And this is Off the Monorails. Off the Monorails.